What is good gamers? Welcome back to the updated podcast. Today's date is March 14th, 2022. I am your host, Craig. And a little disclaimer first, uh, I'm just going to go through all the news for the day. And then at the end, I will um, be talking a little bit about what's going on in Russia in terms of the gaming market. That is what I will be sticking to. I'm not going to divert, give my opinion on anything else other than what's going on in terms of gaming. And so I just wanted to make that clear from the title. That will be later on. I will remind you guys again. That way, if you did it's something you did not want to listen to, you can just go ahead and click off the episode and uh, go on with your life. So let's get started with the normal news. First up, we have that uh, Microsoft released a list of all of their first-party games uh, that are on Steam that are el- that are compatible with the Steam Deck. So they have a list of verified, playable, and unsupported. I think it's probably only important if I list the unsupported games for the Steam Deck, which are Gears 5, Halo The Master Chief Collection, Halo Infinite, and Microsoft Flight Simulator X. Now, the thing with the Steam Deck is it is running on Linux. So the reason a lot, and I mean 90% of the games that are not supported on the Steam Deck, the reason they aren't supported is because they have an anti-cheat of some sort. And most of the time, it's something like Easy Anti-Cheat or one of the other popular ones. And those anti-cheats are specifically made to function on Windows. And when you start running it on Linux or even a virtual machine in some cases, which you can run through Linux to make it think that you're on Windows, in some cases, the anti-cheat will even flag that. So the game, you can get banned from those games pretty easily actually i know bungie has stated that if you try to play destiny 2 on the steam deck you will very likely get banned because their anti-cheat flags it i'm assuming some developers are going to be working on a fix i cannot tell you which and i cannot tell you how because that's a pretty hard thing to fix when you put a pretty flagship anti-cheat in your system it's it's kind of difficult to fix because um, the anti-cheats just don't want you running cheats at all. And if you're running on a virtual machine, then you're in Linux, and that's a lot easier to hide a cheat, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. I haven't really messed with Linux at all. But all I know is that it flags it because it's Linux-based. And that's basically what happens, and that's why it's either... It's Linux-based, so the anti-cheat flags it, or it's Linux-based, so the game just generally doesn't function, even with the Proton layer. The Proton layer is basically what makes games work on the Steam Deck, and because, you know, games are made for Windows, obviously, and what the Proton layer is, it's, it's basically a compatibility thing. It makes it compatible for Linux so that it actually runs and functions properly, works for a lot of games sometimes it just doesn't cut it i cannot tell you which of these are because of the proton layer and which of these because are because of the anti-cheat i'm assuming halo infinite and microsoft flight simulator x are both because of the anti-cheat i know microsoft flight simulator x can actually be used for 
real life flight tests so that's probably definitely like a big deal to keep that anti-cheat up and running who knows maybe these game these four games will get support from microsoft to fix that however all their other first party games that are on steam they're all at the very least playable and i think half of over half of them are verified so you have sea of thieves which is playable forza horizon 4 and 5 which are both labeled as playable and then like hellblade death loop prey max the curse of brotherhood i don't know why i read that one that's not relevant but those are examples of verified games so um yeah so if you have a steam deck you manage to get it within the first few shipments because they're i think two or three shipments in then uh yeah just making you aware of that and um yeah so next up now that that's up over we have uh gotham knights i don't know if any of you remember this game but it is basically a spinoff of the batman games like batman arkham knight and instead of this of like you know just playing batman this time this time around you can play robin red hood batgirl and nightwing so i don't think you can play batman at all maybe it'll come in a dlc or something like that um and yeah so it's basically another batman game it's made by the same people who made batman arkham origins which is wb games montreal and so it should be pretty decent as long as it's made within the same style I've always kind of loved those types of games. The movement and fighting was always fluid and nice. So hopefully it's a good game. We finally got a set release date um, and because it got delayed last year. And the set release date is officially October 25th, 2022. So we have another seven months and 11 days for them. Sounds good to me. I'll probably give it a shot at some point depending on the price, depending on what price I can get it for. So, yeah. And then on top of that, actually, we also know that Suicide Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is also expected to uh, arrive in 2022, which that game is made by the other people who worked on the Batman games, which is Rocksteady. So they made a lot of the other Batman games. I think all of the other Batman games other than um, Arkham Origin. But they're working on a Suicide Squad game, which that could be pretty cool, especially considering I think there are at least four guaranteed playable characters, which are Harley Quinn, um, Deadeye, I think his name is. I don't know the characters exactly. But yeah, there are four main playable characters. They have a trailer out. We have no exact date. All we know is 2022. That's all we're probably going to know for the next probably month. Unless it gets delayed. Um, I'm assuming we'll get a release date within the month. Unless it gets delayed, which if it hasn't gotten a release date yet, it's pretty likely it will unless it's coming out in December. So after that, we have... Uh, Returnal getting DLC. If you don't know what Returnal is, it is one of the first PlayStation 5 exclusive games that came out not too long after the PlayStation 5 came out. 
and it is basically just you go through like alien planets and if you die you basically start all over unless you get some sort of checkpoint or shortcut i'm not exactly sure how that mechanic works i haven't played it i know shout out logan he's played it he liked it a bunch um but yeah two point the 2.0 update actually wait whoa the 3.0 update is coming out on march 22nd and it adds a co-op game mode which is just the normal campaign of course but co-op and then a new survival mode to the game which i believe will basically be a tower based you'll go through certain levels and make your way up a bit make your way up a tower or something and so the um yeah and this update is free i believe all of returnal's updates are free so co-op mode if you already have returnal and a um new tower survival type game mode just to keep you with something fresh i'm assuming instead of just doing the campaign over and over again that's that next up we have um overwatch 2 pvp beta the pvp alpha which was mainly for the um the professionals basically all the esports players that started just a few days ago so that's already being you know tested and hopefully they're working hard on that and then the pvp beta will go live in late april for overwatch 2 just as a reminder it's uh if you don't know or they're Blizzard are releasing Overwatch 2, blah, blah, blah. It's going to have a PvP game mode, as well as 5v5 PvP instead of 6v6. I'm unsure if there will still be 6v6 game modes, but as of right now, all I'm seeing is 5-on-5, and the beta is going to have four all-new maps that we haven't seen before, the new game mode that they are releasing with the game, reworked heroes aka upgraded heroes as they called them a new ping system and a new character named sojourn i have no clue who this character is it seems like she has some sort of wrist rocket with a in, in like a bionic arm or whatever so yeah let's for a moment let's just say that overwatch 2 has been in the works for years i think something kind of happened in development especially because they've had multiple times now where they um they've just had struggled with the pve side of the game for some reason and so what they did was they basically just separated the two the pvp and the pve side of things and so they just pushed the pvp alpha and beta out basically of course like i said the beta is coming late april and um so we have no news about the pve game mode apparently it's more difficult than anticipated even though in overwatch one if they're if it's anything similar to overwatch one i'm going to be upset they better revamp the shit out of it because it's quite literally just copy and paste if it's anything like overwatch one in terms of mechanics how things work and whatnot because, I mean, they, they had it pretty down in the first Overwatch when it came to the PvP mo PvE modes, which was, of course, only the limited time events that they had. But um, they were pretty fun overall, I think. And so, yeah, 
they're, they're having trouble with the PvE side of things. I'm going to be very upset if it's anything similar. Well, not anything similar, but like extremely similar to the first Overwatch. I mean, I don't even know what's really taken them so long. It literally just kind of looks like they just copy and pasted most of the game. And it's just a big update branded as an entirely new game. I it's a little bit of a weird thing, but I guess we'll have to see later on. I am unsure if there is an NDA in this alpha. I have found nothing that specifies there is an NDA, but I am assuming that there is some form of NDA. It only makes sense. Normally alpha alphas do have NDAs. I was a part of the CFDs alpha and I was under an NDA. And so I'm assuming we won't see anything specific until probably mid-April, a little bit before the beta, I'm assuming, is when they are going to lift the alpha NDA, if they do it all. And then we'll see some stuff about it. People's thoughts, probably a bunch of pros will release a video all on the same day at like 5 a.m. Like, here's why Sojourn is the best character in Overwatch 2 or whatever. But um, yeah. So April 20th, late April, I almost gave an exact date. That would have been very misleading. Late April is all we got for the closed beta. You can sign up for the closed beta if you go to playoverwatch.com. Um, I believe you can find, yeah, you can find the Overwatch 2 community update. And I'm assuming there you can sign up for the, wait, what? Okay, seriously, they're not going to put a link in that somewhere. Okay, there's a join beta button on the Overwatch website. It's playoverwatch.com. If you want to get in, scroll down a tiny bit. In development, Overwatch 2 join beta is what it says, basically. I'm assuming you'll have to give your email for your Blizzard account or whatever. Or your Xbox account, and yeah. So, keep an eye out for that. Join the beta if you want to try out the beta could be pretty decent i just want to do the pve competitive pvp just isn't my thing anymore maybe i'll play it for the funsies every now and then uh next up it's probably not really like big news however i believe it's still kind of important news because it's cutting off an entire section of this game's market so elite dangerous um the developer has canceled all further development of console of the console versions of the game at all. So it's elite dangerous. And ever since the, um, they had some trouble with the odyssey expansion, which was 40 bucks and it was like pretty big apparently. And I guess they had too many issues on the, um, the PC side of things and all of them translated to console and they just felt like they were overwhelmed. So they completely canceled all further development of the console version of the game. So if you own elite dangerous, then I would not on, on console, at least I would not expect another update for that game ever, unless it's like something big, like a network bug or something. I would just not expect an update at all. Uh, apparently they're working on fixing the PC version of the game that already got the Odyssey expansion because it was a disaster. <laughs> so 
yeah, it's it sucks. It's a little bit weird to see them just cut off a single like an entire portion of the thing. But I kind of understand because they kind of just need to move forward and focus on one thing at a time, considering they're a small company. And uh, yeah. See, like, like I said, yeah, critical updates will go to console, but any new content updates are basically just going to be on PC. So I wouldn't expect anything from Elite Dangerous from this point forward on console. Unfortunate, but it is what it is. Next up, we have Warzone was announced to be coming to mobile. So first off, we got Apex Legends on mobile earlier this month. Um, <clears throat> I believe you have to go onto the website if you wanted to get that. I forgot to mention that last time. So if you want to try Apex Legends on mobile, go to the website. I'm assuming it is just the Apex Legends website and you'll find like a mobile tab or something. Excuse me for a second. <clears throat> But um, now we have Warzone Mobile, which I don't know how in the world they're going to do this. Like, you have the shield plates, you have grenades, you have tacticals, you have reloading, you have super sprinting or tactical sprinting, whatever you want to call it. I have no clue how they're going to pull this off. Um, yeah, we I don't we don't even have a release date of the mobile game we just know that it exists and they are hiring for roles so it'll probably take quite a while we probably will not see it unless they rush development a lot which wouldn't be a good sign anyways we probably won't see this game until at least 2023 so i it's very weird how they're just like oh hey cod mobile oh hey Warzone Mobile. I, I think it's even weird that they came out with with that Apex made an Apex Legends Mobile. It's just weird, honestly. I I just I understand the mobile market is very large, and companies want to tap into that somewhat. But I mean, it's just weird. Also, it it, it also separates like two halves of the player base. At Dead by Daylight, it happened. To, the same thing happened to Dead by Daylight. They've released Dead by Daylight Mobile. It's not that great. They get updates like way late. I remember they didn't get Pyramid Head until like probably six, nine months after Pyramid Head came out. Insane. Like wait times for updates. And it some of the game functions entirely differently in terms of like the blood points and whatever. So like I, I just don't really get this whole mobile game push but at the same time i understand there's money in it and that's where this comes from it's just oh hey i like money so that's where they make a mobile game um and now <laughs> we have someone actually managed to get windows on their steam deck however Sound doesn't work because there's no audio drivers yet, at least in terms of the headphone jack and the uh, speakers. Apparently, you can use Bluetooth and USB-C audio. So, uh, yeah, of course, Steam Deck, the Steam are not going to officially support Windows installations probably ever. 
However, they will probably give make it a little bit easier for people to do it at some point. Especially in terms of like maybe they'll release like a guide, like, oh hey, we're warning you not to do this, but if you really wanted to do this, here's how you would do it. Probably something like that. If they do that at all, because that's kind of a liability. But they're I mean, they're being open about most of these things in terms of the Steam Deck. So I mean, hopefully things work out. That's, I mean, installing Windows on the Steam Deck is very weird. I kind of get it for certain things, but at the same time, I don't get it for others because Linux is a lot lighter than Windows. That's the whole reason the Steam Deck is on Linux, because it, it takes up less memory. It takes up less RAM. It, it basically just, it's lighter in, in all sense of the word. And um, with installing Windows, you're kind of just bogging it down in one way or another and slowing it down a bit. So, who knows? Maybe it'll all work out just fine. Windows will be even better than the Linux installation. (sighs) Yeah, right. Um, Anyways. Okay, that's a trash article that I did not need. And next up, uh, apparently... Ubisoft are still working on Skull and Bones. If you don't remember Skull and Bones, it is literally from like 2016 and it's like a it's supposed to be like a battle royale pirate ship game. Like you're just you're like of course hovering above the ship, looking down on the ship and you control it and take part in like ship battles, kind of like the Black Flag system in a way, only you're a lot farther up. From my knowledge, apparently they're still working on the game somehow. This game has gone through development hell like three different times, and it's still kicking. And they are now officially launching an insider program. It's basically just to beta test the game. So if you did want to um, join this insider program to try the game, It doesn't say anything about a console version. I don't see anything about that. However, I couldn't see where it would hurt to register for it. So if it's a game that kind of sounds like your thing, then, yeah, I mean, shoot, go ahead and register for it. Look at the Skull and Bones Ubisoft page, and there should be a register button. That, or you can look up skull and bones insider program and then it should be one of those links um i'll probably go and sign up for it just because why not it's a game that i was looking for forward to like four billion years ago um next finally a long-awaited feature is that now we can use the share button for even more things on the new Xbox controllers, the Series S and X version of the Xbox controllers that they released with the consoles, they came. They come with a share button now, and now you can change it to even more buttons. So if you go into your controller settings, you can ask, you can tell it to change that share button to multiple things. I think you can open up certain menus. I think you can send like predetermined messages to someone. Um, among other things, you can probably open apps with it. Like if you wanted a quick button just to open like Netflix or something, just so you didn't have to worry about it. 
that could be your Netflix button. And then on top of that, a um, the March update for Xbox makes it to where you can now pin two games to the Quick Resume group. I believe these would be games that are always in Quick Resume, so they don't time out or fade out as you open more games. So if you have two games that specifically that you pretty much always play, you can just have them open. That way, if you open too many other things, they're still on Quick Resume. Now, they will go out of Quick Resume if they have a required update. So keep that in mind. However, otherwise, if they're pinned for Quick Resume, they will always be pinned, always be in Quick Resume unless you manually remove it or there's a required update for it. There we go. Some pretty... I, I haven't really heard about the Quick Resume pin thingy but yet, but like until today, but definitely changing that share button. It's pretty, pretty good update in itself. So good quality of life stuff. Oh, and then on top of that, in this March update, Xbox consoles can now download updates in energy saver mode. So I don't, I, I, I don't know if you use energy saver mode already, or if you always used quick start mode or whatever it's called, I think it's called quick start, but, um, standby mode is what it's called. Actually. I don't know why my brain died, but now instead of having to have standby mode on, which uses more power to get updates automatically. Now games update automatically in energy saver mode, which is pretty good. I think it takes a little bit longer for the console to start when you're using energy saver mode. However, it saves about 20 times the amount of power than standby mode uses. So that's pretty huge in the long run. I will probably be turning my console onto energy saver mode now. So yeah, sick. Some pretty good Xbox updates this month. Hopefully they keep this coming. Always love those quality of life changes. And uh, next up is going to be the segment where I talk about Russia's gaming market currently. So if that is something that you do not want to listen to, totally fine. Totally respectable. I understand. That's why I'm separating this. So I would like to thank you for listening. And um, yeah, I hope to see you next week. Um, don't forget to follow the podcast on Twitter, twitter.com slash updated podcast. And um, listen on any platform you want. We have Apple Music, Spotify, even YouTube. They all go up around the same time. Uh, YouTube is sometimes a bit late because of the video rendering, but. Um, yeah. So next now let's get to the Russia stuff. So if you do not already know, multiple companies have basically imposed their own versions of sanctions to on Russia, on Russia and Belarus now, actually. So, I mean, there's Amazon, which I mean, Amazon, it, it includes their um, games. And like their uh, new orders of New World and all of the in-game currency, I believe, all of that sales are shut down in Russia and Belarus. 
And then on top of that, companies like EA, CD, CD, CD Project Red, Take-Two, Ubisoft, Activision Blizzard, and Epic Games have all suspended sales in the country. I It does not specify, I have not found anything to specify if that includes um sales in games that they have already purchased like if you wanted to buy like apex coins i don't know if you still can if you were in russia um i'm going to assume that you cannot though because it just says sales everything that i see just says sales i'm assuming that would consider it as a new sale now if you own a game in russia if you're listening to this in russia for some reason you can still play it of course, you can still play it just fine. You just can't purchase anything. You can't purchase new games from those platforms. Steam has not followed suit. From what I know, you can still do everything on Steam just fine. I'm not going to criticize for them for this. It is their own decision. However, I will point out that this, the amount of stuff that has happened, is pretty big. So... Russia's um, gaming market is um, totals to a ridiculous amount, like 2.3 billion. Hold on one moment. Okay, so um, so Russia's gaming market just in 2021 came up to an estimated. billion. That is a lot of money. They estimate to be about, to take up about 8% of the global gaming market, if I'm not mistaken. I believe they're the largest company in terms of having a gaming market in the entirety of Europe. So they are a pretty big portion of the um, gaming market. I also know that most of Russia's gaming market is mobile. So at most here, we are looking at maybe under ideal scenarios, a 40% hit to the overall gaming market in Russia. Highly depends on how long this lasts. If this lasts for the rest of the year, I could see them taking a 40% hit, which would be roughly... 0.8 billion so they would maybe come in for like 1.5 billion dollars next year or over the course of this year which would of course would be estimated and reported uh sometime next year that is significant very significant especially for the companies that actively did this because next year we are going to see not just next year either maybe even later this year up until probably 2024 if this lasts for a while these companies can take a major hit to their own financials companies like cd project red they're an individual gaming company they of course have gog their own storefront or whatever but they they don't they're not as big as someone like ea if they take this hit like if it's a major hit I don't I could not tell you what percentage of their sales are normally from Russia. But if it's large and they're losing that for up to a year or more depending on how long this lasts, we could see a major delay in updates to Cyberpunk 
DLC for Cyberpunk, their next game, whatever that is. I I think they announced it or it's rumored somewhere, but I can't recall. But we could see major hits to all of that. And Ubisoft as well. We could see a major hit to release times for certain games. Uh quality of certain games because ubisoft isn't normally one unless it's something big ubisoft isn't a company to delay they haven't delayed they never delayed um assassin's creed valhalla and that game kind of released to mixed opinion and yeah just a lot of this stuff we could see a pretty major setback in certain areas of the gaming market and also, apparently, that um, Russian game developers cannot currently withdraw their money from companies like Steam, who haven't actively sanctioned them, all because of their banks. Because the Russian ruble is down by like 50%, 40 50% or something like that. So the, their currency is just tanking. No one wants to do business with them. Their currency is just going to continue to tank, and this could have a pretty significant impact for, I mean, not necessarily just the world, but also what I'm ref- what I'm talking about today, which is the gaming market. And um, yeah, so I would definitely be ready to see some of those hits translate to the market sometime, like in the next year or two if if it's significant if this lasts a long time because we like i said we could be looking at 800 million dollars just out gone in the not in developers pockets not necessarily saying that it needs to be in developers pockets but in the end that's what makes games even if you know companies like ea are really money hungry and constantly loot box hungry and whatever even if that's the case and they already make tons of money that you know what hundred million maybe if that that hundred million could make them relook at something that they're working on and to say hey we need to you know kind of work on this a bit slower because we simply can't afford to keep working at the speed that we're going and yeah so i I, I, and i mean we could it it could also take a hit on acquisitions uh if epic games wanted to acquire a studio or take two even though i think take two is under ea or something like that i don't remember but um yeah this could affect so much and we don't even know we probably won't know half of the stuff it's affected or will affect in the future already has um so i mean yeah that's basically all i have to say about this it all sucks i my overall opinion i don't want to go into detail because i feel like it's just unwarranted I, who needs another you know just voice in the, the the void but it just sucks for everyone involved that's that's really it it sucks for the consumer it sucks for everyone above them it just doesn't suck for the uber rich which uh yeah so that is it for the russia segment 
show's been going on for 35 minutes. Decently lengthy show. Um, if you've listened this far, I would definitely like to say thank you. If somehow the algorithm caught you because of the title, uh, and if you listen to this whole thing, thank you very much. I definitely appreciate it. Uh, if I mean, my shows are generally like this. I've, I try to improve them every week. I think I do a pretty good job of that. Um, sometimes it takes a few weeks to iterate something that I have in mind in terms of quality or something like that. But I'm pretty much always doing this every Monday. I try to get them out by 8 p.m. every Monday. Uh, central time so uh yeah don't forget to follow the podcast on twitter that is twitter.com slash updated podcast and uh you can listen to the show on pretty much any podcast platform if there's a platform that you want the podcast on that you can't find it on uh go ahead and shoot me something in the q a on spotify or a comment on youtube uh we do have a youtube channel where we upload the full episodes there's no visual it is just uh audio waves basically on the screen uh of course i'll probably add the timestamp for the russia stuff on the youtube video and uh yeah thank you very much if you're on youtube like the video subscribe if you're on spotify or apple Podcasts, rate the podcast what are you doing it's at least three stars come on now uh thanks you guys for listening stay frosty out there stay safe for the next week and i will see you next time goodbye